Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Jensen, and today in episode 58, we're talking about the four things kids do that you should do again. Welcome back. I'm excited to be here. Listen, this morning, as I was running early in the morning, I was listening to uh, Mel Robbins' book, and it's called The Five-Second Rule, and she was talking about some really cool kind of breakthrough things this morning as I was as I was on my run, and she was really discussing some things that can help us to get unstuck, and I thought to myself, man, there are a lot of things that I did as a kid that would really help me today, that could really help me if I would just implement them into my life again. And so I kind of wanted to talk about those four things this morning. And the first one is breathe. Remember when your parents told you to take 10 deep breaths when you skinned your knee? You remember that anytime anything stressful happened to you, your parents are like, take a deep breath. Well, it actually works. In fact, it's been proven over and over and over again scientifically that breathing reduces anxiety, it increases organ function, it increases brain function, and coordination. So why wouldn't you breathe? And you know, there's, there's lots of different ways to breathe, but very simply put, you can take three deep breaths, four seconds in through your nose, six seconds out out through your mouth as you exhale. And if you do three in a row, there's all kinds of science behind the fact that that reduces your anxiety to a major, major percentage. In fact, it reduces anxiety so well that it competes with some of the drugs that are on the market, according to science. So the thing that I wanted to talk about today is Why not take deep breaths when you get stressed? Why not take deep breaths when you get too excited? Why not take some deep breaths when you get a little bit overloaded to kind of take that anxiety off of your shoulders? Number two is a countdown. And when I was listening to Mel Robbins this morning, she was talking about counting down from five, four, three, two, one, and then saying to yourself, go, go and do it. Ask the question. Get out the door and go and work out. Get up. Get out of bed. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, a simple countdown actually helps you. Do you remember counting down when you were little? Whether it was from 10 or 5 or 3, I was always counting down. I used to count down with my friends so we could be extra brave together. I, I remember doing 3, 2, 1 and shooting the last second basket. I remember doing 10, 9, 8, 7, and I'm scrambling around in the backyard and I'm throwing the ball into the corner of the end zone for my brother and we're throwing winning touchdowns. I can remember counting down with friends when we wanted to jump into the deep end. I can remember counting down with my friends when we wanted to jump from the high dive into the pool. I was always counting down. Truth is, there's science behind the countdown as well. Don't believe me? Try it. Set your alarm for 5 a.m. tomorrow. When the alarm goes off, count 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. And you'll get up. It's as simple as that. You'll do it. 
You just will. She talks about the science of it in her book, but it works for everything. Need to avoid food? Countdown. Need to have a crucial conversation with someone? Countdown. Need to get out the door for your workout? Countdown. It works, and it works almost every time. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, there's going to be a million reasons why you're going to overthink it, why you're going to complicate it, why you're going to give the situation paralysis by analysis. But the truth is, is if you count down five, four, three, two, one, and go and do it, it happens. Because you don't let yourself overthink it. You don't let your mind get in the way and give you all these excuses as to why you shouldn't do it. Try it. The third thing that I did when I was a kid all the time, and I know this is true now because I have a three and a five-year-old, but I used to ask for help. No, really. Like I said, my kids are five and three. They ask for help all the time. In fact, they ask for anything that they need all the time. Dad, can you cut open these crackers? Dad, can I have a cookie? Dad, can you make me a sandwich? Dad, can you get me in my soft blanket? Whatever it is, they're constantly asking me for stuff, and they're not worried about being in imposition at all. They're not worried about it. They're not overthinking it. They're just like, I need help. I'm going to ask for help. Why don't we do that anymore? They have no fear to ask. They value the fact that they can ask people for help and things will get done. Whether it's me, whether it's their mom, they ask people that are new to my house. Hey, can you grab that for me? Hey, will you come play with me? Hey, I mean, we have to tone it down a little bit. The kids are fearless. What happened to us? What happened to us as adults where we're afraid to ask people for help? I'll tell you what happened. Pride, ego, all sorts of things get in the way. That's why we don't ask people for help anymore. One of my old sales managers when I was in sales way back in the day used to tell me all the time, if you don't ask, the answer is always the same. Think about that for a minute. That's totally true. If you don't ask, the answer is always the same. So go out there, ask people for help, be bold, be brave, take courage, ask. The answers are out there waiting for you. It'll be harder than you think it is to ask, but do it anyway. I promise you good things are to come. And then number four is kids stay in the moment. Have you ever met a child that is stewing how they'd like to go back to last year? How about a kid that is constantly crying about wanting to be in college when they are in elementary school? There may be a few, but for the most part, children stay in the moment. They are not overly concerned with what happened yesterday. They are not overly concerned with what is going to happen tomorrow. However, give them a toy and watch them watch them lose themselves in the moment. Give them a new skill and watch them light up. Help them with a problem and watch them grow right in front of your eyes. So today, my challenge is this. Pick one of these four. And if you need a review on the four, it's to breathe, it's to use the countdown, it's to ask for help, or it's to stay in the moment. And I want you to take one of those four traits that children do and do it. Right here, right now. You'll love it if you do. Get outside of yourself and breathe today. Do a countdown before you have to do something brave today. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Ask someone for help. Ask someone for the deal that you've been scared to ask for. Ask her out for heaven's sake. You got this. And finally, live in the moment. 
The world is full of time travelers. You know, the ones that beat themselves over the past. You know, the ones who worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. They're worried about what their boss is going to think. They're worried about what their coach is going to think. They're just worriers. It's because they're constantly thinking about the future. How about for today we do this? Worry about what's in front of you right here and right now. It'll make all the difference, and I can't wait to hear how this challenge goes for you. That's it for today. Remember, you can reach me via email at Riley at HeadstrongConsulting.com or via Twitter at Riley Jensen. I love to hear from you, and I'd love to hear your comments. And if you'd go in and give us a rating on iTunes in the podcast review section, that'd be fantastic. I know it takes a little bit of work to get there, but if you'd do it, I would love it. That's all I have for today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.